Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 75. God comes with suckers, needy, to those who suffer wrong, to help the poor and needy, and bid the weak be strong. He comes to break oppression, to set the captive free, to take away transgression and rule in equity. Hymn number 75. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. 
you do so and there you will find the readings for tonight. And the theme is the kingdom of God. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible. Mark. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little farther thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. And they went into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogues and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority, and not as the scribes. John. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible 
must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Galatians. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. For relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, and prose works by Mary Baker Eddy. When speaking of God's children, not the children of men, Jesus said, The kingdom of God is within you. That is, truth and love reign in the real man, showing that man in God's image is unfallen and eternal. Jesus beheld in science the perfect man who appeared to him where sinning mortal man appears to mortals. In this perfect man, the Savior saw God's own likeness, and this correct view of man healed the sick. Thus Jesus taught that the kingdom of God is intact, universal, and that man is pure and holy. Man is not a material habitation for soul. He is himself spiritual. To the ritualistic priest and hypocritical Pharisee, Jesus said, The publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. Jesus' history made a new calendar, which we call the Christian era. But he established no ritualistic worship. He knew that men can be baptized, partake of the Eucharist, support the clergy, observe the Sabbath, make long prayers, and yet be sensual and sinful. Today we commemorate not only our nation's civil and religious freedom, but a greater even, the liberty of the sons of God, the inalienable rights and radiant reality of Christianity, whereof our master said, the works that I do shall he do. And 
The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, with knowledge obtained from the senses, but the kingdom of God is within you, within the present possibilities of mankind. It is the purpose of divine love to resurrect the understanding and the kingdom of God, the reign of harmony already within us. Through the word that is spoken unto you, are you made free? Abide in his word, and it shall abide in you. And the healing Christ will again be made manifest in the flesh, understood and glorified. Jesus came announcing truth and saying not only the kingdom of God is at hand, but the kingdom of God is within you. Hence, there is no sin, for God's kingdom is everywhere and supreme, and it follows that the human kingdom is nowhere and must be unreal. Jesus taught and demonstrated the infinite as one and not as two. He did not teach that there are two deities, one infinite and the other finite, for that would be impossible. He knew God as infinite and therefore as the all in all. And we shall know this truth when we awake in the divine likeness. Heaven is spiritual. Heaven is harmony. Infinite, boundless bliss. The dying or the departed enter heaven in proportion to their progress, in proportion to their fitness to partake of the quality and the quantity of heaven. One individual may first awaken from his dream of life and matter with a sense of music, another with that of relief from fear or suffering, and still another with a bitter sense of lost opportunities and remorse. Heaven is the reign of divine science. Material thought tends to obscure spiritual understanding to darken the true conception of man's divine principle, love, wherein and whereby soul is emancipate and environed with everlasting life. Our great teacher hath said, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you, within man's spiritual understanding of all the divine modes, means, forms, expression, and manifestation of goodness and happiness. Christian science is irrevocable, unpierced by bold conjecture's sharp point, by bald philosophy, or by man's inventions. It is divinely true, and every hour in time and in eternity will witness more steadfastly to its practical truth. And science is not pantheism, but Christian science. Chief among the questions herein, and nearest my heart, is this. When shall Christianity 
be demonstrated according to Christ in these words. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. announce the next hymn. Hymn number 204. O Father, thy kingdom is come upon earth. Thou rulest in all thy creation. Thou sendest thy witnesses telling thy worth to call and entreat every nation with news of thy mighty salvation, with news of thy mighty salvation. Hymn number 204.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. I have some wonderful news to tell, and that is that God's inspired word is reaching people across the globe. We have 17 different websites from our church, and we're thanking God that he is sending his word in many foreign languages, and as a result, people from all over the world are hearing it and are hearing about our church. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our website. We have so much material to offer, and all of which is inspired and healing. And it comes, everything from this church comes free of charge, and it comes with the love of this church. I'd like to point out one letter that we're now featuring on the home page of the English website, and it's entitled, Letter on Poise written by Edward Kimball. I found it very helpful, and I highly recommend it. Join us every Sunday here. We start on Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion, and we follow it with our church service at 11 o'clock, and we offer a Sunday school for children and it meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. We also have a teleconference number that's dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school. Many of the students attend our Sunday school by telephone, and that means that your child also can attend our Sunday school, regardless of what you live. Uh, call up the church. We'd be happy to give you the telephone number for the Sunday school and we would love to welcome your child there. <clears throat> and as you've heard before, our Bible study is going to resume on Saturday, September 17th. I'm sure you're going to hear much more about it as the time draws closer. So keep that in mind. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. <clears throat> now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. 
And for those of you who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone. But remember that when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Karen from California, go ahead. Good evening. I am very grateful for a recent healing I had while my husband's granddaughter and her mother came to stay with us from out of state. We had planned several fun activities for all of us. Soon after they arrived, one of my feet became very sore and swollen, and I was having difficulty walking. One of the activities we had purchased tickets for was going to require quite a bit of walking. I called my practitioner to help support me in knowing the truth about which this was a lie. Bicknell Young's article, I Am That I Am, came to me, where he says, quote, Love is not afraid. Love says, I am. Behold my glory, and I am in heaven, because I am the glorification of infinite being. And it makes no difference which it is, a foot, a hand, or an eye. That idea, that expression, is my body, your body, hand, foot, I glorify God in saying, I am, end quote. I knew this was animal magnetism, claiming there was another power apart from God that could disrupt the joy of the week's activities. I had to know it could not. The first day our company was here, I was able to participate in what we did, but with great discomfort. The next day was the day of the event. The plans for earlier that day I excused myself from in order to have some quiet time. Hymn 247 came to thought, which says, quote, Oh, walk with God along the road. Your strength he will renew. Wait on the everlasting God, and he will walk with you, end quote. I felt I had to let my husband know that my foot was making it difficult for me to walk. I told him that I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to go to the evening's event. After telling him that, I realized that that was exactly what animal magnetism would want me to do. Stay home. Mm. We are taught in Christian science that the only way to make a reality of the unreal is to attach the lie to a person, place, or thing. There was nothing here that needed healing, so why would I stay home? I decided that I was going. When we arrived at our destination later that afternoon and started walking, I became less conscious of my foot as I was just holding to the perfection of my being. Consequently, the discomfort became less noticeable. Aware in a, in a short time, I wasn't even aware I was walk. I was limping. I was just walking. 
While sitting and watching the performance that we had come to see, I was completely unaware of any pain. After the performance, while getting up to walk to the car, there was no stiffness, and I just walked and kept up with everyone. I was not a bit tired, just grateful that I had listened to that still small voice and not given in to any suggestion to stay home. The rest of the week's activities were very harmonious, and there was no more thought of the foot being anything but perfect. I am so very grateful to be learning in Christian science that whatever the suggestion, it is only a belief, even if there seems to be pain associated with it. It's not true, because it is not of God. I am so grateful to our leader, Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science, who through much sacrifice and love for mankind, discovered the mental nature of sin, disease, and death, and showed us through the science of the Christ how to overcome these false suggestions. I am grateful to my practitioner for her support and to know that when we call for help, we are only going to hear the truth about our present perfection. Thank you and good evening. Thank you. Mara from Mississippi. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be a part of this meeting tonight. The more I learn about Christian science, the more I realize that it is the only religion that makes sense to me. Um, I love the fact that not only is it a religion, but a way of life. It's so comforting to know that God is always here for us in every way, whether we know it or not. He can help us with any problem we have, big or small. In this past year, I've seen so much proof of God's care for us, whether it's a physical problem, an emotional problem, or even a work-related problem. This past week, my son needed to gather up many different important documents for school. There was one important paper that was not with the rest, and my husband and son couldn't find it. My initial reaction was stress and anxiety, but then I quickly thought about all the testimonies I've heard about people finding things through God's help. I quickly reached out to God and knew that he had all the answers and would direct me. I walked into the room, and I knew the exact cabinet to open and looked inside a box, and there it was. I was so happy that my son and husband witnessed this. I'm also so grateful how Christian science is impacting my family. My daughter just texted me yesterday how there were absolutely no parking spots at her school, so she prayed. And someone got in their car and left, and she got their spot immediately. Um, and I explained to her how my practitioner told me that when you pray about something, that don't be surprised if God shows up with an answer. I'm so grateful um, for all the people at Plainfield Christian Science Church and all that you do. I'm grateful for my practitioner's support and guidance, and thank you, uh, Fairly, for the beautiful readings tonight. Thank you. Shardell. 
Good evening. I offer my gratitude tonight for our lesson servants that are divinely inspired for each week. Last week's lesson mine was the blessing clearly declaring the only intelligence, including the brain, and also covered what Christian science needs. At the round table, it was asked if we really appreciated Christian science, and I answer with a resounding yes. We all come into Christian science in different ways, and although at first it was like a different language to me, I knew in my heart that this is the way. I had been affiliated with the Protestant Church all my life, attending Sunday school through high school. But after Christian science was introduced to me, I slowly detached from that particular church and started studying the textbook. Mrs. Eddy wisely included the Bible and citations from the textbook for the lessons, and it made perfect sense to me for the lesson to be an impersonal pastor rather than a human personality, which, in my experience, could lead to disaster. My mother, a devout Protestant, didn't understand at first how I was drawn to Christian science, but as time went on, she prayed with me, and I would read to her from our textbook, Science and Health with Keaton Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. At 90 years old, she was ready to pass, and I promised her that she would have no pain, and she did it. Each lesson written here at the Plainfield Independent Church offers healing and spiritual growth. I am always amazed by how studying the lesson each day opens up such beautiful understanding by the end of the week. Thanks be to God, this church, and the lesson writers for such wonderful blessings each week. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you, Fairly, for the beautiful and inspiring readings tonight on the Kingdom of God, and thank you for the beautiful music tonight. I'm very grateful for this church and all the resources that we are given here. Several weeks ago, we were given an assignment to read and study the Herbert Rieke Association Address uh, no big power veto. I have found this address to be a treasure trove filled with powerful truths covering every situation, and I find myself referring back to it often to study and pray with statements that are contained in this booklet. I have been working daily with the following statements given on page 7. They are, Love says, that there shall be harmony and peace in your household, and there is no force in heaven or earth that can veto this mandate. Our spouses, our children, our human parents, or other relatives are all eternally held in that same gospel of love. That love dominates all. This is not what should be, but it is what is and is a divine fact. 
And on page 181 in our textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, Mrs. Eddy states, God is the source and condition of all existence. I am deeply grateful for the harmony that I have gained from praying with these truths, not only in my life, but in the life of others around me. In working with these statements, I've expanded these prayers to include the brotherhood of all mankind, our neighborhoods and communities, our schools, our government, our nation and the world, and what a source of strength and comfort and power it brings to learn and to know and declare that every untrue mortal mind thought or circumstance or condition that would try to disrupt man's peace and harmony or our true identity as God's child has absolutely no power because God love dominates all and is all in all. I'm so very grateful for my practitioner's constant support and reminder that all is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. I am so grateful for all that we are taught here, which inspires, strengthens, and enriches me. And I am very grateful for this beautiful service this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce, and I'd like to thank Fairly for those wonderful readings, the kingdom of God, and endlessly grateful for Jesus, who said that the kingdom of God is within you, as was clearly brought out. And it brought to mind uh, an experience, and I consider it a healing, that I had quite a number of years ago. There was a group of us that were working on a Saturday morning project, and I could... Uh, feel the intensity of uh, the way the work was going and feeling like I had to push through and get this thing done. And all of a sudden, I was sent home. And I don't know why, but I later learned, I think, why. But anyway, the teacher that was in our church at the time instructed me to open up the book written by Reverend Kratzer entitled Dominion Within, and to read the particular chapter that is entitled The Law of Right Feeling, which I did. I read that chapter, and when I was done, I went back to the beginning and read it again, and I think I read it again yet a third time, till I finally got to the point where I was asking myself, well, what am I feeling? Am I feeling like I'm driven and i got to do things, or am I feeling the kingdom of God that is within? And it was a pretty serious question, quite frankly, at that time for me, because I definitely was feeling the agitation of things and was not feeling the kingdom of God within. So I just sat down quietly at home and was thanking God that I was at home and had some quiet time, but also that I could give this consideration as to what I was feeling some serious work and make sure that I was feeling what was divinely true, which is that the kingdom of God is within. And if it is God's kingdom, it's only good. And there's peace and order. Well, the following week, we uh, resumed that project. And I must say that I think by that time, when I started work again the following week, that I did had no consideration as to who was doing what, 
or what pieces of equipment were there. It was just simply, what was I feeling? Was I feeling God's unlabored motion, which was peaceful and orderly? And I kept that in my mind. And as a result, we finished the job, and there was no sense of intensity or uh, anything else like of that nature involved. And I went home at the end of the day and just thanked God that his peace reigned that day, and it most certainly did. So I'm grateful for everything I'm learning and the opportunities to learn and for all the good here in this church. <clears throat> Craig. Thank you, Fairly, for those really uh, good and uh, so practical readings. I learned this church that, uh, that the kingdom of heaven is, is now, and it's here, and we're in it. And I could see it if I would let God show it to me, stop trying to <clears throat> create it myself. Um, I, the hymn 75 says, he comes to break oppression. Since I've been here, I have found that uh, we are, as God's children, never under oppression, but we are <clears throat> perfect in his supreme expressions. So our teacher at the time had, had given me numerous things, and Mary B. Grady gives the alertness to duty. And when, since I started with that, every morning, I never feel like the little worm or oppressed anymore. And I've noticed over the years, people would look at me at a time and say, why are you always happy? And I hadn't recognized it, but it's because I know that God is in control and he can do each and everything. We taught to pray in the morning to be, <clears throat> where, where do you want me, God? And if you're there, everything's going to work out. If you're not there, you should get out of the way and, and go go to someplace else. But you can feel it if you're in the right place. And I found that over the years has always provided me to feel like I was competent and could accomplish whatever he put me there to do. Uh, it was a, a great feeling, and I it is the kingdom of heaven because it's God working as fairly as had uh, recited, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And each one has that capability, <clears throat> and they <clears throat> must know it. And in being that loving expression that <clears throat> all that God is and they learn and understand, you know, they'll see it more and more. I thank God for opening my eyes to that in this church, and dear Mary Baker Eddy, so I can start each day in that kingdom and, and strive to do right to stay there. Thank you for this church. Thank you. <clears throat> Jeremy. I'm very grateful tonight for how Christian Science 
has taught me to look to God for every direction and every solution. Over time, I've, over the time I've been here doing this work, I've encountered many challenges that were so far beyond what I ever could have hoped to overcome before. Every day now is really just me listening and waiting for God to let me know what, it, what is next. The bigness and smallness of the challenges were really just my thought on it because I see now that God doesn't, doesn't see those sorts of things. He just gives us the good that we need to do. And I'm just so grateful for Christian Science, this church, and practitioner support for giving me the ability to be here listening and doing my part. What a joy and privilege it is to be here. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Izzy in England. Good evening. Um, I just wanted to share something that happened quite a long time ago. It was a lovely demonstration and it's always stayed with me. Back when I was a student, I went to a friend's house. Uh, I think she was a, a student in a neighboring city and had a party at hers. And she lived in, in a little terrace house with a couple of other students and a, and a street of terraces, very, very typical of, of uh, northern England. We were having this party and I think quite a few people from the street came. And at some point, very late into the night or the early hours, things started to wind down and people were starting to go home. And I, and I think we were wanting to go to bed. But there were just a few people who just wouldn't leave. And they were not bad. They weren't doing anything. They were just uh, quite rowdy and they just didn't want to go home. We just decided to go to bed. I was obviously staying with my friend. Uh, and so we went up to her bedroom, which I think was directly above the living room where the party was. And I think she, she fell asleep pretty quickly. And I have this memory of lying on the, uh, the mattress on the floor and directly below me were everybody in these, in, in the room, this small group of people, uh, continuing to party. And they weren't doing anything bad, but, um, it's a bit weird. And it came to me just to pray, uh, just to know them as God's perfect children, that they could do no harm and, and that God was governing. I remember just a few minutes later, things suddenly went quiet and they left. <laughs> and it was just the most wonderful demonstration, really. And yeah, it was a long time ago, so I don't remember much more, but something that I've always remembered and it's always given me quite a lot of strength, you know, in situations like that. So uh, thank you very much. So grateful for Christian Science. So grateful to God and to Mrs. Eddie and to all of you at Plainfield. Have a lovely evening. Now I have a testimony from Patricia. Many thanks to the Bible lesson writers who so clearly brought out the healing of insanity under the topic of mind. Many years ago, I had the privilege of witnessing a healing of insanity. I had volunteered at a care facility in Toronto. There was an elderly lady there who I was told had always been a dedicated Christian scientist, but had become quite insane as a result of a stroke. She was lovely and very strong, but she was babbling and whenever we approached to give her a meal tray, 
she would energetically grab at the pockets of our uniforms and try to rip them off. Her family took turns staying by her side night and day, firm in their expectation of healing, and read to her from the Bible and science and health, and read and prayed quietly by themselves whenever she was sleeping or resting. I knew that a Christian science practitioner was praying for her, and I was aware that all the staff were praying too, and we would share ideas with each other. It was a holy atmosphere. And I prayed too to get a clear idea that there's only one infinite divine mind and his manifestation present. Perfect God and perfect man. Wisdom's not a human personality. I don't remember now what I prayed about, but I got a sense that we can't fall out of God's unchanging kingdom, radiant with right ideas, and not one of us, whether volunteers or staff, could play the fool and be taken in by an outrageous belief of accident, shock, or decline. And that dear lady recovered steadily within about a month to her sweet, gentle self again, showing her dedication to Christian science. I'm so grateful to the ideas that divine love sends us through the Bible, science and health, and church services, teaching us how to be upright, strong and free, and to love one another. A huge thank you to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent for its members' tireless efforts on the inspiring website, roundtables, Bible lessons, and articles. Thank you. Now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. I love the pure Christian science that we are taught here at Plainfield Independent. I attended my first Unity Watch by phone a few months ago, and the love of God, the joy and peace that I felt during that united prayer was so profound that I knew I needed to do this regularly. And it's been extraordinary to me because with the exception of two phone calls that I couldn't make because of work commitments at a leadership conference, I have been able to attend by phone every single one of those Unity Watch calls. It is God that has done this. My work has been arranged in such a way that I'm able to call in on a regular basis. And it's been such a joy. And even though I live all the way here in Australia, it has made me feel very close to God and to our beautiful members at Plainfield Independent. To feel that love as we pray, to join in that love and work for mankind has been absolutely amazing. I've seen a lot of blessings come into my life through working for God at Plainfield Independent. So many troubles and problems that present now, I know how to handle and I pray for each one of those things effectively in the way that we have been taught here. And then I just watch God's adjustment of events. My husband and I were away on a country retreat this last weekend. It was a beautiful experience. When it came time for the watch calls, these were easily done, even though on one of the watch calls there was nowhere quiet for me to call from. So I ended up outside. I found a very quiet little grove in the countryside where we were staying, I keyed in, and as soon as I was on the watch call, all the birds in the area 
all of them just went absolutely crazy singing their little hearts out. It would have been 11 a.m. here in Australia. And these birds, they just went off. They sang and sang and sang, all of them, as soon as I got onto that call. The kookaburra, the magpie, it was a cacophony of bird call. <laughs> they clearly felt the joy and the love of God as soon as I got on to that watch call. I had to mute my phone not to send too much noise down the line. So thank you so much, Plainfield Independent, for the beautiful, pure Christian science we are taught here. It has changed our lives so much. It has helped us walk through everything over the last few years strongly, safely, and with a blessing of love for mankind that I never had before. In learning to love my enemies as I have been taught here, I'm finally able to do what Jesus asked us to do when he said to his disciple three times, If you love me, feed my sheep. I'm so grateful for this. All of the hatred of the world, it is just not when it comes to the kingdom of his love, a love that makes even the very birds sing their little hearts out with joy, just as soon as they feel that love. Thank you all so much for the work that you do. Thank you to our Lord God Almighty. He is ruling. He is in his kingdom. Thank you, precious Christ Jesus, for all that you did for mankind. And thank you, dearest Mary Baker Eddy, for your revelation. So much love to you, Plainfield Independent, for keeping the absolute purity and thus effectiveness of Christian science. So much love to you all. Thank you. Day Day from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Last week, while on a walk, I thought of the Bible verse, Matthew 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Afterward, I immediately remembered that since studying in Christian science, I've been healed of so much, and most often without noticing right away. I've realized that if I'm focusing on any problem, no matter what it may be, even when praying about it, I'm putting it first and reaching back to God for his help, rather than truly obeying, obeying the first commandment. Through my experience, I'm learning that as I keep God first in my thoughts and get back to him as soon as possible when I find myself off track, I'm able to see more clearly and to better hear and obey his direction. This not only allows me to leave the problem behind, but also to see and understand that there is really no problem to begin with. I'm grateful to continue learning in this church how to live the truth that heals and how to share it with those in need as I'm to see its continuous blessing. Thank you so much for all the work going on in this church. Thank you fairly for your readings tonight. I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Fairly, for the beautiful readings and also the reminder in it for us all. Tonight, I'd like to bring attention to 
an addition to our website. And this was a message that came through one of our regular visitors to feature Mrs. Eddie on our website as her message is for the world and is the reason why we are all here. On the carousel, you will see her and her writings. You see the book, the textbook, Christian Science, Textbook Science and Health, the key to the scriptures, which was uh, uh, what in, in it is what you will find her true message that God gave her for our world. This book is, is spoken about in the Green Book, page 321. It says that to Mrs. Annie M. Not CSD, principal of the Detroit Christian Science Institute, she, which is Mrs. Eddy, gave warning that the time might come when medical thought might be so organized that it would make the practice of Christian science almost impossible. The remedy given was not the counterpower of Christian science churches, but it says, when that time comes, I want my students to take every means possible to make science and health available to the world, to the whole world. I find that instruction very important, and it feels as though it's time for us to just make this book available to the whole world, and I'm so glad that our website is doing so. I have comments about Mrs. Eddy's feature uh, on our website from three people, three members, actually. The first one says that it was such a lovely, wonderful moment to see those photos of Mrs. Eddy when I went to the carousel a couple of days ago and to read her simple yet profound short messages to the world. To read these <coughs> short messages telling who she is and what her message is for the world was an absolute delight to me. It was a beautiful moment to truly realize how anyone can be benefited to see who she truly is as such a great and humble messenger of God. Thank you, Plainfield, for this amazing posting of Mrs. Eddie. Another says, as more and more people are finding our website to learn about what Christian science is and to find out about the textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, it is very appropriate that Mrs. Eddy's picture, the one that she chose herself to be in her book, is on the website. And the third one says that our love for Mary Baker Eddy has brought to the surface the errors about her on the internet, and in so doing, has now begun the Plainfield Church website carousel with her beautiful name and the truth about her and why we are all here. A perfect introduction to the website of our church. What cannot God do? I must say a big thank you to Jeremy for working so tirelessly to feature Mrs. Eddy. And I do know that we will all continue to pray that divine intelligence will supply the wisdom to 
continually improve this beautiful and resourceful reading room. I'm so grateful for everything that I've learned here and still learning. It's amazing to have a place to go to, nighttime, daytime, evening time, every time, where you will find something to read to comfort. Thank you, God. Thank Christ Jesus. Thank you, Mrs. Eddie, and all those who sacrifice their time for this cause. Grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. I have just a couple of things to read tonight. Uh, the first, South Dakota. I am grateful to God for the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church and for all the dedicated workers therein. I appreciate your practitioners, all those who produce and or present the watching points, the Bible lesson, the website, Wednesday night Bible lesson, the Sunday morning roundtable. Thank you all. I appreciated pondering this week that the divine science we are learning be expressed in Christian science so that the human need is addressed. Such reminds me of the words of wisdom that I received long ago, quote, that one should not be so heavenly-minded that one is no earthly good, end quote. Thank you all for the love you express in your work for God. Like a mighty army, we may see that this work go forth. And then this from England. Recently, the, the south and east of England has had a prolonged, very hot and dry period of weather. From what I've been learning at Plainfield, I've been trying to know that God controls the weather. Therefore, we can experience only harmonious conditions, including an adequate supply of gentle rain. At one point, it became extremely hot and I started experiencing bad chest pains. So I contacted a Plainfield practitioner who very kindly said, Let the peace and love of God reign within your heart, within your whole being, because surely he does. This understanding will eliminate the belief of high blood pressure. That was such a lovely thought to dwell on, and I was... So grateful that when I woke up the next morning, I was no longer experiencing any difficulty. And this morning, we are finally having some rain, gentle, steady rain for a couple of hours so far, and not the violent thunderstorms predicted in the weather forecast. A false prophecy, as was mentioned at a recent roundtable. I'm so grateful for what I am learning at Plainfield. I'm so grateful to my Plainfield Independent Practitioner, and to Mrs. Eddy for her discovery and life of dedication. Much gratitude and love to you all. I'm very grateful tonight for that readings that we had on the kingdom of God. It is certainly a very important point to think about. And as, as Christ Jesus told us, it is within us. And it is included in the beautiful Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. And then Mrs. Eddy's spiritual interpretation. 
Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. I have been working more deeply with the Lord's Prayer and Mrs. Eddy's beautiful spiritual interpretation of it. Mrs. Eddy says it can instantaneously heal the sick. There are powerful truths in every sentence of that prayer. And as you think about it and dwell on it and let God unfold the meaning of it to you, you will find it will do wonders in edifying your knowledge of God, your faith in God, your trust in God. Uh, I just thank God that we do have these wonderful things that we can use that will make us much better in every way. God has provided all things. So take these thoughts that you've heard tonight and make them yours. Make your life better with them, as we all are doing. I'm grateful for the beautiful music tonight. Yes, the readings and the lovely testimonies. Thank you all for your contributions and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 120. How beauteous on the mountains the feet of him that brings, like streams from living fountains, good tidings of good things, that publishes salvation, from air gives release, to every tribe and nation, God's reign of joy and peace. Hymn number 120.